Hi, welcome to Escape, a travel podcast. I'm John. I'm Jess. I'm Samantha. And I'm Sean. Our job might be to plan vacations, but seeing the world is our passion. Our podcast is here to help you escape. Every episode, we will discuss our favorite destinations, hotels, tours, and so much more from around the world and right into your headphones. Let's go. Hi, and welcome to Escape, a travel podcast. My name is John, and I am here with two of my three fellow podcasters. Um, I have Jess and Sam. What's up, ladies? How are you doing? Hey, John. Ready to talk. Awesome. You ready to chat? We actually already chatted a long time before the show even started mm-hmm. about all kinds of random news stuff. But we are going to be starting a brand new series. We're going to be doing a Royal Caribbean ship guide series. And today is going to be the start of our Oasis class guide. And what we're going to be doing is we're going to go through the different classes of ships with Royal Caribbean, give some basic information similar to our Disney Resorts 101 series. You know, who is it for, dining uh, recommendations, you know, X Factor, all of the things that we talk about with Disney Resorts. We're going to kind of do the same thing, but make it ship specific or ship class specific. I personally have been on Symphony of the Seas, so we are going to talk Uh, Draw from my experience on Symphony, I know that Jess has a Symphony sailing booked, and Sam is itching to get on an Oasis-class ship soon. Mm -hmm. Um, So that being said, let's go ahead. Oh, I should let everybody know Sean is currently moving, and he should be back in another episode or two. So he'll be gone for a little or bit. Or three or four. <laughs> yeah, Not we'll really see. Sure. We're going to try to get him back. <laughs> it's it's quite the move. But um, he is coming back. Yeah, yeah, and he's moving across the country. And Aaron like planned this ridiculous, awesome trip mm-hmm. on their way across. Oh, we haven't dropped that episode yet, have we? We talked no, about that in an episode. We do. It may yeah. already be live by the time the show goes. That's true. So, all right. So let's go ahead and get started. Um, we're going to be talking about Oasis class ships. So the Oasis class is the... They, it is it is consists of the biggest cruise ships in the entire world. Um, the ships that are considered an Oasis class ship are going to be the Oasis of the Seas, Anthem of the Seas, Harmony of the Seas, Symphony of the Seas, and lastly, the the newest uh, ship that has joined the family is the Wonder of the Seas. And this just actually had its maiden voyage on March 4th of 2022. So there's... Um, it's actually really cool. They've added some cool things to it and kind of differentiates it a little bit from the other ships. But let's go ahead and get started. What do you guys, what questions do you guys have about the ships? Well, let me ask you first. Did you go on this with your family or adults? I did not. Okay. I actually went on the ma- the maiden voyage of the Symphony Ooh, of the Seas look at for you. work, which was a lot of fun. Okay, yeah, so, so that was, was like gosh, an back in 19. Kind of 18 back in 18 yeah it was a yes and it was a a very different sailing because it was full of like um reporters travel agents and a whole bunch of other like it was like media and agents it was interesting okay because i was going to ask you did you get a tour like the the youth clubs and stuff like that i was yes i did i did i've seen all of those those things and they're really really cool on the symphony oh i bet they are well i'm just gonna ask about the fun stuff because that's what i care about (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like the water slides, okay. um, <laughs> because that's the stuff okay, that, well then, that I know like a lot of my families and stuff want to know about that stuff. So what about the water okay. slides and what did you do and 
all that kind of stuff. Well, let's go ahead and, and get started on the entertainment, or not entertainment, the activities. Mm-hmm. How about that? Yeah. We'll do activities, and then we'll do entertainment after that, and then we'll get into the boring stuff, <laughs> and then we'll finish with exciting yeah. stuff. We'll finish with food. How about that? Oh, that's excellent. Um, that's yeah. a great way to keep everybody listening to the show. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? The food's really good. Um, so as far as activities goes, they're, um, I, they're, well, there's different zones. Are They call them neighborhoods on the, the ship. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have on, on the four original ships, you have seven neighborhoods. You have Central Park, which is kind of like a park that's open air park down the middle of the ship. You have the boardwalk, which is home to a lot of activities. Yeah, that looks cool. You have the Royal Promenade, which is inside. You have the pool and sport zone, which is um, home to the water slides. Then you have like the spa zone or spa neighborhood. Then you have entertainment place, which is like the theaters and a bunch of other stuff like that. And then you have the youth zone, which is like where the the kids stuff is going to like the, the kids clubs, teen clubs, all that is going to be. Um, so as far as the water slides go, they have something called, oh gosh, now it's, it's, it's going to really drive me crazy that I can't remember the name of it. Do you guys remember the name of Royal Caribbean's, what they call their water slides? Aren't they like some it's kind of like drive. tornado or something? A hurricane something. or something like that. What is it called? Oh, the perfect storm. Perfect yeah. storm uh, water slide. So all of they, they call them that on all the ships. Mm-hmm. Um, these ones are really, really cool that, that are on the Symphony. And they're basically on the top deck. The only ship that does not have water slides is the Anthem of the Seas. So originally Oasis didn't have water slides and Anthem didn't have water slides. They added it starting with the Harmony, Symphony, and then Wonder. But back before the pandemic, this, you know, Royal Caribbean started retrofitting all of their older ships. And one of the things they did was completely modernize the Oasis of the Seas. When they did that, they added the the perfect storm water slide, and they also added the dry slide, the ultimate abyss, on the back of the ship. So there's like this giant dry slide that goes down like 10 stories See, from one of the top decks down to one of the lower decks. I would go on this ship just to ride on that slide. It is so cool. It is fast. It is cool. I had so much fun on that. Now, what I will say um, with with that um, stuff is that those two things are missing on the allure. That's the only mm-hmm. problem, in my opinion, with the lure. Its retrofit got canceled because, or at least postponed because of uh, COVID. When I don't see them doing that, you know, updating that ship in the near future. That being said, sailings on Anthem are significantly less than the other four ships, which is, I think, really, really interesting. Um, So the water slides are a ton of fun. I think there's like three or four. There's three. It's a trio of water slides is what my fact sheet is telling me. I don't think I went on all of them. I feel like I just did the yellow one. They also have the... um, Oh, they call it the, they have them on the back of all of the water, of all of the Flow Rider. Uh, Royal Caribbean ships. The Flow Rider. Have you guys done the Flow Rider? I have. <laughs> no. <laughs> what did you think about it? I was not good at it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stand up, but I can do the. I do like the, pat, like the, the, the boogie board. Boogie yeah. boarding. Yeah. I can't stand up. And See, I've am, taken real surfing lessons before, and that was hard. So I don't know that I could do this. <laughs> well, and imagine like having like 
all these thousands of gallons of water you. pushed at you. Have you yeah, ever that seen that that video of that woman that's like doing the boogie board on the flow rider yeah. on Royal Caribbean, and she like yep. goes over onto the other side, knocks the guy over, <laughs> she knocks yeah. everybody <laughs> out. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's a lot of videos like that. If you go to YouTube and and look up flow rider, <laughs> and some of them are just absolutely insane. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's like a, just a ton of activities on the ship. They also have zip lining um, across that goes over the Central Park neighborhood, That's which cool. is a, I think it's Central Park. It may mm-hmm. actually I take that back. It may be over the boardwalk. So is that included um, or is that an additional? Cost, that's included that's included oh, okay. rock climbing is included the um what do you call the um, the carousel that's included wow you know so so many different things on these ships are are included free of charge they have a laser tag that they so i think it's called studio b where they now maybe not studio b wherever they do the ice skating show on mm-hmm. one of the lower decks they do this giant inflatable like laser tag oh, um set so up which is just so cool and so much fun we didn't actually get to do it but i think i have pictures or video of it because we went down there and there's just like a long line i'm like yeah bump that on on several of the ships they've also added um escape rooms which mm-hmm. is super cool um, and that's on one of the top decks. I think they, what they did is they got rid of um, uh, the wedding chapel on some of the on the top decks of these ships and converted them, which is weird that they got rid of a wedding chapel. But they, I think they figure they get more use out of um, doing uh, an escape room. Yeah, I mean, think about it. That that probably sits empty ninety percent of the day, yeah. and they have so many other venues to get married um, on here. So. Those are the, the activities. Obviously, you also have ice skating, boxing, all kinds of things that are included, like that are also available on the other ships. When you guys, you guys have been on Mariner, right? Mm-hmm. After the, it, it received its retrofit? Yeah. What were, did you guys do any activities that stuck out at you? Well, they had all the water <sighs> slides. They had the flow rider. I think they had a rock climbing wall. We didn't do that. But they had like they that. They did. They had that, mini golf. They had that jumpy uh, trampoline. Yeah. Oh they yeah, had a, yeah. They had a basketball court that they put into. Yeah. They had an escape room cool. there, but we didn't do that. No. Yeah. We had the laser. Yeah. Or was it the ice show or the water show? I couldn't. We rem- didn't have I a water remember. show. We had an ice show. So okay, it was the ice show. Yeah. And gotcha. um, they did have laser tag too. I think. On yeah, that I ship. think they do. Also, they have mini golf. That's a big one that yeah. they do yeah. on there. Um. We talked about the ultimate abyss, perfect storm water slides. There's just a ton of activities. That's one thing I'll always say is that for Royal Caribbean, for families, there's just so much to do on your sea days. So if you book a cruise and you see two or three sea days, I think that that's okay. On a smaller ship, I'd say, ooh, two is the max. But this is a ship that just has so much to do. I would not hesitate having more sea days. So I actually, I have clients going on Symphony and... um the parents were a little afraid that they're not going to be able to get their kids off of the ship to actually <laughs> to go, go out and do do like, you know, sightseeing tours and things like that, because there's so much for kids to do on the ship. Yeah. Right. So I can understand that. It's a good problem to have, but it's really hard when you're like, hey, let's go tour the Coliseum. And they're like, but water slides. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's so funny. All right, so let's uh, sandwich in here a little bit of the just general facts about this ship, because it is massive, this ship, and it can be a little daunting when you first hear about it. it. The Wonder of the Seas, the newest one, 
if every room is at its full capacity, which never actually happens because you have to realize a lot of rooms that might sleep three are only going to have two guests in there or rooms that could sleep four might only have two guests in there. Um, but if every room was maxed out on wonder, you're looking at 6,988 guests plus 2,300 of uh, crew members. Now, on the other ships, I think it's closer to like 6,500, 6,600 is going to be your maxing out point. But really, if, if, if every room had double occupancy, you're looking at about 55, 5,700 people on, the, on board. And that's, um, that's pretty, um, that's close to what Disney, like the wishes, right? The wishes in the 5,000s, right? Uh, For occupancy, I think. I think it's closer to 45. I might is be it? wrong. I thought, uh, it was, I thought it was 5,000. Um, is that with um, crew? Crew? Uh, I thought that was because guest this occupancy. Is, this ship is... So here's what I'll say. While we're, if, if you guys want to look, look that up. I'll look it up. up. Well, yeah. So what I will say about this is that you there are 18 decks. So And with the seven neighborhoods and putting different entertainment and activities in all the different neighborhoods, mm-hmm. there it, you are, it really disperses the crowds. So like at night, if you've been on a traditional cruise, you know at night after people eat, there's just like a massive amount of people in the atrium or in the, you know, in the main gathering area waiting for the next like show to start in the theater. Mm-hmm. Here, there are multiple shows happening at different times, so you actually get spread out quite a bit. I like that. Um, which is real, and they're and they're all staggered, so you could have a comedy show happening, you can have an aqua theater show happening, and a Broadway show happening, all at the same time. That really disperses people around. Plus, you have the p- people that are dining. I never felt the only time I feel like middays, maybe when on a sea day on the pool deck, if that's really what you want to do, you may run into a little bit of fighting for a pool. But I am not a big fan of being in a pool Mm-mm. on a cruise ship, anyways. Mm-mm. The pools are always smaller, they're not great. Um, but we'll and they're talk- crowded. Yes. Yeah. So one thing I will say that's nice about the pools on here is that they do have the front solarium pools mm-hmm. that are adult only that are in, like encased like covered with glass that are like multiple level of pools and hot tubs and that space is really nice. It's really quiet. I highly, highly recommend if you're wanting to escape the kids that's a great <laughs> spot to escape to um so i have the answer to the wish question yeah how we're big both, is the wish we're both right um it is i had heard 5500 but 5500 is with crew you with so crew. that's what i was it, thinking so yeah. it's four thousand guests and 1500 crew yeah that sounds so, right yeah so yeah. I, so that's like i know that I, that was one of the things we were talking about like the wish coming out was that i was surprised how small it was you know in comparison Compared to what to royal caribbean ships. has right. been moving in the direction of mega ships and disney still kept it small so relatively small yeah it's yeah. still big it's still, yeah. it's still <laughs> huge but i think it's like one hundred and seventy thousand gross tons is what the wish is where the symphony of the seas is like two hundred and thirty thousand gross tons um, it's actually i have the fact sheet up it's 144,000 so, so it's, it's even significantly smaller, smaller. Yeah. yeah which so, is yeah. which is interesting i don't i i 
I think it's interesting the direction that Disney is going. That like Disney charts their own path, but I actually, they know what they're doing. I like the size of Symphony though. I think I think like making Symphony is almost like a vacation within a vacation. Absolutely, like, definitely. I, I I think that's an interesting move, and I don't think it's a bad move either. I think it's it's smart on their part to do that. Yeah. Let's talk real quick about something. And since we're talking about Disney, one of the things that's best about the, the Disney cruise is, in my opinion, is are the staterooms. You have that split bath. The average stateroom is larger than a Royal Caribbean stateroom. That being said, on Royal Caribbean, and this is what I really, really like about Royal, is they have so many suite options that so i have a lot of clients who are looking for like a higher end vacation luxury vacation but they want to take their kids Uh so their options end up being a disney cruise or they can look at for the same price they're paying on a disney cruise getting a suite yeah a really nice suite on royal a big royal caribbean ship an oasis class ship and some of these suites on the Oasis class, I mean, D- the Disney's got nothing on suites compared to the, the oh, Oasis the, class. The family oh, yeah. suite, the family suite is nothing like anything you'll see on a oh, Disney Oh my gosh. Yeah. So I uh, suite have the slide going down or something? Yes. Like, it's, yeah. Oh, that's the two story one. Yeah, it looks awesome. So I'll sh- I have a video of that. I'll, I'll share to the group that I had done years ago back when I toured the ship or went on Did the inaugural sailing. No, they okay. had it roped off. Oh, Apparently, somebody like. Like had their skirt and got butt burn or something. I don't know. They, <laughs> you know, we're all like there. Butt burn every time. <laughs> I love it. So what I'll say is that there are two thousand, roughly twenty eight hundred staterooms, depending on which which uh, you're sailing on. And f- what's really cool about this is that so you have interior staterooms. You're gonna have interior with a virtual balcony. So if you it has basically it's like a giant sideways tv that kind of shows you live outside which is fun it's a way to save money but still be able to see outside you have ocean view which is just like a window just like any other cruise line and then you're going to have what they call um, neighborhood balconies which are going to look into central park or into the boardwalk a lot of fun and basically you get a balcony room but it's not facing the ocean you have interior views of like the activities and I've actually had people tell me that they the ocean view makes them seasick, but they still uh, want a balcony. So yeah. I think that's kind of like the theory behind this is people still want that space to walk out onto their like veranda balcony area, but not be looking out at the ocean. So. Which is, I think Central Park is perfect for that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, Boardwalk is cool as well, but Central Park is just super tranquil well, at night. Well, it's open air, too. Yeah. So. I mean, yeah. Awesome. It's beautiful. And then, um, so you have those two neighborhoods that have the neighborhood views. Then you have the regular ocean view balconies, and then you get into the suites. So the different suites are going to be the cat. There's and there's different categories within it. And we may end up doing like a suite show eventually because there's a lot of different amenities with different levels of suites. But the um, you're going to have junior suites, which is basically just like an oversized date room, and this has like limited suite. Um, amenities then you're going to have a grand suite which is like a one bedroom suite you're going to have a grand um a, a grand suite two bedroom an owner suite 
one bed a one bedroom owner suite and then you have like the grand loft suite now i think this is really cool it's like a two-story suite that's up on the like the top decks uh in like the what they used to be called the royal crown of the ship it's like the very top of a Royal Caribbean ship. And then beyond that, you start getting into different loft suites. You can get into the Royal loft suite. And then you also have the ultimate family suite, which is a loft suite. And any room that is grand suite and above, you have access to coastal kitchen and coastal kitchen is its own unique dining experience that you can eat at breakfast, lunch, and dinner. If you are in a junior suite, you do have access to Coastal Kitchen, but only with reservations at dinner. Okay. So, and then the upper echelon of suites also come with what they call a genie. And we can talk about all that later and all the different inclusions, but it's basically like a full service butler in the higher echelon suites. Oh, I didn't talk about the aqua theater suites, which are in the very back of the ship. They have one and two bedroom aqua theater suites and they overlook this giant theater in the back. That's basically like an acrobatic water diving, dancing parkour you name it like type of performance theater in the back Mm -hmm. which is really really cool um so that that's the kind of the suites and stuff like that what else do we want to talk about in this new series stateroom categories do you want to talk about entertainment real quick yeah let's do that the types of shows they have yeah and let's do kids clubs too yes okay so so let's hit entertainment and then we'll hit the the kids clubs so entertainment wise i think the biggest most attractive thing or the biggest flashiest thing they have the two things would be one what we just talked about the aqua theater shows those um take place at night and the one on symphony was spectacular i mean like high wire stuff high dives into the water it reminded me a a little bit of like the cirque du soleil o show that i saw years ago in vegas so that's kind of like high praise i don't know that it's at the same caliber as cirque du soleil but it's really really good Nice. And then you're going to have the other like flashy thing entertainment wise that you're going to have is um, they're what they call Broadway style shows. It's basically a Broadway production on symphony. I saw hair, which is not my favorite musical, but they, Hey, at least it was a real musical. (laughs) Whatever Sam and I saw on the Mariner was like off, 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 off Broadway. (laughs) Like, it's like trend New Jersey. It wasn't even off, off, off Broadway. It was more of like children's theater that they made up as they went along. No, I've seen kids do better shows than that. Better than high school. It was horrible. It was, really? yes. it was the worst oh, no. show I've seen anywhere but of anything. They had revoiced the band, the group. Oh, they yes. Were, they're the, an acapella the, um, group. Acapella group. Amazing. Oh, oh yeah. Cool. They were so good. That's good to know. And yeah. then, so, so on the symphony, they also, in addition to Hairspray, they also had a, an original show. I feel like it was like Flights and then it had like a year after it or something. And it was about like the invention of flight. And they actually have like a giant airplane that ends up flying over the audience in the theater as part of the show. I didn't see it. Like I didn't go to that night to see that show. Ours was an original show, and I feel like Royal needs to think about their original shows. Well, (laughs) because basically, (laughs) like somebody (laughs) walked. The only thing I really remember is somebody walked out of a painting. Oh. Don't but act like, like it was it, interesting, John. It wasn't. <laughs> no. I wasn't there. It sounds interesting. No. Um, yeah, that was. That so was here's rough. what I'll say. Here's what because I've been on a variety of sizes of Royal Caribbean ships. 
I've been on their biggest ships mm-hmm. and I've been on their smallest ships. I will say the Symphony of the Seas entertainment as far as live stage production mm-hmm. was head and heels above the smaller ships. Oh, I'm sure. That's good to know. So, I mean, I don't love hair, but they do have some other shows that I think would be fun to see as well. Actual Broadway shows. Yeah. Um, so, they're, in addition to that, they're also going to have all kinds of different live entertainment happening throughout the ships from different bars to um, they'll have stand-up night. They're going to have all the typical game shows that you have on ships. I don't really want to undersell the entertainment because there's a lot going on yeah. across there. Um, they have theme nights. One, they do. And they also have um, Playmaker Sports Bar in Arcade, which is kind of an entertainment spot to go and watch games, play in the arcade. You could rent that place out for a party if you wanted to. It's right there on the boardwalk. There's just a lot going on when it comes to – they really spread stuff out. Um, across they have karaoke they have a karaoke bar studio b is i think where they do the um, stand-up shows open night stuff open mic night sort of shows as well um and then they like we said they have an ice skating show on every ship did you guys get to see the ice skating show on your ship no we didn't mm-hmm. so, so we, we were we were training like it was a conference too so we didn't have as much like free time Right, you had um, obligations at different yeah. times. So, all right, so let's go ahead and segue. Oh, we're going to talk about kids, and then we'll end with dining. How about that? Yes. So, kids clubs. They the name of the kids clubs is Adventure Ocean. They have everything broken down via it's like voyagers adventurers i forget all of the the specifics and we can do a specific show on kids clubs on royal caribbean at some point um but it's just like a you know a typical kids club but with just like on steroids it's huge it's big there's lots to do lots to see lots to play that being said it i don't think it's going to be as they just don't have the same ip as Disney when it comes to kids club. Yeah. I think they do a really good job with what they offer. I just don't know that they're, they have the same, like they used to, and they stopped doing it recently. Uh, Like it used to be in most of the ships and then it went down just to a couple ships. And I think they stopped it like with um, the pandemic. They used to have all of the DreamWorks uh, characters on Mm -hmm. board, but I think that went that has gone away. Uh, so they don't really have like the live character stuff that you're gonna have. So this this does this um doesn't bother me that much. Um I think for a for a longer cruise, like I, I wouldn't book like I didn't book Symphony because, you know, it was like a cool ship or whatever. I booked it for like the destination. Like we wanted to do Europe this way. Um Right. So I think like, you know, like for the Disney cruise we're going on this summer, like, you know, we're just it's Bahamas. It's take mm-hmm. it or leave it. You know what I mean? So like having a good kids club on a Disney ship is different because we're not going to spend all day like, you know, it, even at Castaway, we're not going to be out there all day long. You know, we're not going to yeah. be out in Nassau all day, all day long. Like the kids club is a lot more important to for me, for my kids on like a Caribbean sailing than a European sailing. So right. that that does I that doesn't bother me. Like I don't see myself sending my kids to the kids club very much on this cruise because I want them out with us in Europe. 
So <laughs> yeah, I mean, and to be fair, there is a ton of stuff that they do when they're actually in there beyond right. just. And it is not, I feel like I'm underselling it because when I say they don't have the same IP, you're not going to go in there and it's not like walking into the Millennium Falcon like when you're on a Disney cruise. You know right, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Or walking into the Marvel lair or whatever or they doing, call like, that. doing like, you know, Wish has like the Marvel dining and frozen dining and like all right. of that cool specialty dining. Obviously. Right. Yeah. But you're, uh, we're also paying half as much for this cruise as we would to do the same sailing on Disney. So. Right. And- I'll keep and, I'll keep that yeah. extra several thousand dollars. <laughs> oh jeez. But like they also have like science programs that do all kinds of like fun investigative science activities on the ship. They have art program. They have like theater where the kids put on their own shows. That's mm-hmm. cool. Uh you know, and then they also have like family friendly stuff where everybody can go in with like their kids during different hours. And oh, that's they cool. all yeah, I mean, so like they, there's a lot of stuff that they do. They also have a really good teen program. I forget what they call it. Let me look up on my fact sheet. Um, they, I, gosh, now I'm going to completely forget. They have like a teen area on the newest ship. They call it Social 100 and the patio. But now I, I don't remember what they call it on the old one. It's not the, the living room. That's on a Disney ship. But it's kind of similar to that where they have like a kids club just for teens. It's a lot of fun, but there's a lot of activities and a lot of things. There's movie nights. They also have like, um, oh, one thing I really do like about um, Royal Caribbean is they have something called My Family Time Dining, where your kids come and when you get your appetizers, your kids get their meals. And when your kids are done with their meals, waiting over at the door for them are the kids club people and they take them up for the rest of the evening and you can finish your meal while your kids go and have a good time. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. That's awesome. I love, love that. Cause you still get to eat as a family, but like on a multi-course meal, your kids are bored out of their mind, right. you know, right. especially if they're younger. So I think it's a great benefit. All right. So there's a lot to do. And the other thing is, is that all the activities that we already mentioned are amazing for kids too. Like my kids would die to go down all those water slides and you know what I mean? And yep. then the, the abyss and all those, the laser tag. So, I mean, there's a ton to do together, but then the youth clubs also have a lot to be done by themselves as well. Yeah. Let's I think we di- should go to dining. Let's talk dining and then move on. <laughs> all right. So lastly, dining. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to list off because I know the symphony the best and, I'll, and a lot of these dining restaurants are available across the, the class of ships. And so I'll just let you kind of know what they are. The main dining room, this is a three-story dining room. Uh, one floor is going to be set aside for my time dining. And then the others, they'll assign you where you're at if you want to do it that way. You can, And you can also choose between like an early and a late dining. This is like traditional cruise ship dining you can also eat breakfast in the main dining room have you guys ever done that on a cruise ship or do you guys always get like yeah, buffet? yeah. we did um on the last day yeah. i think we got breakfast in the main dining room it, it wasn't like that much better than Mm-mm. yeah i don't mind it i think it's nice to do to not go and i think it's nice to sit down for one breakfast yeah, yeah. whenever i'm on it a was ship. good for the last morning i liked it yeah before we got off all right, we'll keep moving through complimentary dining. El Loco Fresh is like a, this was brand new added to the Symphony of the Seas. It's like a taco bar where like you go up and it's kind of like um, like a Moe's or a, what, a Chipotle sort of thing mm-hmm. where like they build your tacos or burritos right in front of you. 
It was like a great addition. Mm-hmm. That sounds good. Um, Sor- Sorrento's is a pizza grab and go pizza place. You can grab your pizza. There's dining there, or you can take it to go. Boardwalk uh, Doghouse hot dogs, um, sausages. You know mm-hmm. that sort of thing right there on the boardwalk. Windjammer Cafe. Every Royal Caribbean ship has this. Not not Windjammer Cafe. Windjammer. It's the buffet, and I feel like the Oasis class has done it the nicest out of all of them. But I do know that as the other ships have gotten refurbed, they're also nicer now. The food. What do you guys think of Windjammer food? It's fine. There was one night where we were tired of the main dining room and we ate dinner at Windjammer. So okay, mm-hmm. yeah. So what I'll say, and I, I've never had a really bad experience in Windjammer. I think like what I will say is that on a smaller ship, sometimes they, when they know they're not going to have a ton of people there, certain nights seem to have like less selections than others. Like if it's like a, the dress formal night, maybe they add more stuff for the people who don't want to do formal night. I don't know. Yeah. One thing I'll say about the main dining room, nine times out of 10, I've had good experiences with main dining. When I was one night, we did um, the main dining on Oasis and I was dis- not on Oasis on Symphony and I was disappointed. I it, it felt to me like they the food was just overcooked and it wasn't really well prepared. But then again, it was the main voyage. Maybe they were still trying to fix things. Yeah. Sometimes... So- I wonder if they're trying to push people to specialty dining. Well, I was just going to say that. I think it's worth it to pay for specialty dining. Yeah. I'm just going to say that. We'll, we'll get specialty in one second. It's not that expensive either. It's not that expensive. No. But no, the meal not. is significantly better than what you're getting in the main yes. dining room. And we'll talk about that in one minute. Um, Wind, Wind Chamber Park Cafe is like a little cafe where you can get food kind of year round. Oh, you know, Park around Cafe the, the park. is the one with the pizza, right? No, that's Sorrento's. But actually, you know, on your ship, it might have been Park Cafe. I think it was uh, when we were on Mariner. And that was literally some of the best pizza. Like, Sam and I went and got pizza (laughs) right before dinner. That, they, (laughs) Royal does pizza right. Yeah, Yeah, they're they're 24-7 pizzas, no joke. (laughs) So good. Um, They also have the Cafe Promenade, which is like a little cafe in the promenade on the ship. Mm -hmm. They have Vitality Cafe and the Solarium Bistro. Okay. The Solarium Bistro is like a little grab and go thing in the Solarium. Fatality Cafe is at the spa. Um, oh, we didn't talk about spa for entertainment. We'll talk about that briefly in a moment. Um, specialty dining, they have hooked seafood, which is like a seafood place. Sugar Beach is like, um, it's not really dining. It's like kind of like a candy shop where you can pay mm-hmm. by the pound. Mm. Uh, they have pl- Playmakers Sports Bar and Arcade. We talked about Playmakers. It's like they have ski ball, video games, all the local sport, are all like the US sports, like North American sports are on. Burgers, you know, it's like going to a sports bar. Wings, it's really good. Yeah. And not that expensive. Wonderland. This place is awesome. Yeah, what's that one? I don't know what yeah. that one is. So Wonderland is like, it's themed as after like an Alice in Wonderland kind of vibe. Oh, cool. like Like really interesting stuff. And when you go in and it's like, I don't know how to describe the, 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 the menu. It's creative. It's the type of place where you go in and they like pour like a hot chocolate over something and the, it opens up and then there's your appetizer inside, you know? Oh my gosh, that's it's so like cool. It's ex- like experimental, high-level high, high level sort of ex- experience. 150 Central Park. This is probably one of their finest dinings on the ship. Um, it's just like it was created by, I forget the guy's name. It's really, really good food. 
Um, it's like probably like just like fine dining. Think of that 150 as fine, fine dining. Then you have a Zumi um, hibachi and sushi. I've never eaten the hibachi there, but the sushi is really, really good. And they do a sushi making class where there is enough sushi to feed you and like four people that you make yourself when you're there. And it's so much fun. That sounds awesome. Sign me up. Then there's right. And mm-hmm. then there's Johnny Rockets, which is like any Johnny Rockets stateside. It's like a burger place. And yeah, but you, you can't really find Johnny Rockets around here anymore. So. You can't. You can't. That's Nashville. true. <sighs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> but Johnny Rockets at breakfast on the board. It's on the boardwalk. So breakfast. It actually is open for free for breakfast. Oh, cool. So it's like an alternative breakfast spot. Jamie's Italian. So there's two different types of Jamie's Italian. There's like Jamie's Italian, and then there's. Gier, oh, I forget the name of it. Like an Italian name one. Jamie's is named after Jamie. Uh, what's the, the Oliver. famous chef? Oliver. That's his like Italian restaurant. He opened with Royal Caribbean. It's really good. The food is good. Really good carpaccio. Really good like fr- like that sort of Italian restaurant. Giovanni's is also really really. I think it's Giovanni's Table. That's on other um, ships. Also very very good. That was one of my favorites that I had on a smaller ship way in, back in the day. Coastal Kitchen, we talked about that. That's going to be your sweet food. I've not eaten there except I've had like just like tastings there. And then lastly, Chops Grill. Chops Grill is their steakhouse. Chops, I think, is some of the best steak you're going to have at sea. Like I've always had a really good meal there. Yeah, I love that place. We 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 every Royal Caribbean sailing we do at least once. Bacon. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The million dollar bacon or whatever. So good. It's really really good. We get that almost every time. We we do that at least once a sailing mm-hmm. chops. Yeah. Now they have introduced a couple new restaurants. Oh no, it's Giovanni's Italian is on Wonderland. So they brought the, Jamie's Italian didn't make it on to the Wonder of okay. the Seas. It's really really interesting. But almost everything else is the exact same. I'm looking. They've got the Giovanni's Italian Kitchen and Wine Bar, Hook Seafood, Zumi. All of those are the exact same from ship to ship. I don't think there's anything else different actually. Except for Jamie's isn't on the wonder. So that being said, what do you guys think would be? Oh, they also have a full service spa. It's like any other spa. See, I don't know if there's a lot to say. It's two story spa. It's massive. It's beautiful. But and they have great massages. I don't know. I think mm-hmm. like any spa with a good massage is a good spa. Yep, definitely. Sounds um, good to me. What do, yeah, l- let's go ahead and wrap this up. What do you guys think the X factor is for an Oasis class ship? I think the entertainment, the stuff just to do. I think I, I think it's really like I think it's the size. So like having all the different neighborhoods, multiple restaurants. You don't have to. You you aren't going to be bored with the, mm-hmm. with food choices. Um, oh, and the rooms too. I, <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. I just I I like I'm partial to like a bigger ship. Like I especially if you're on a seven night sailing. Like you're, you want to have like different places to eat, different things to do, different neighborhoods to go to, you know, but still have your favorites for like coffee in the morning and things like that. Every night is a different experience. You could feel like you're on a different ship every night, depending right. on what you want to do. I agree. Size is a good one. 
I would say for the X Factor for me and my clients is the ship within a ship concept. The fact that Wonder of the Seas actually now has what they call the sweet neighborhood. They've added that, which was already kind of there to begin with, but, you know, being up on the higher levels. Um, but it's actually more of like a sweet neighborhood now. It kind of allows people who wanted to have more of a luxury vacation, but a lot of the are luxury cruise, but a lot of the luxury cruise lines don't um, allow children. Allow children. Yeah. You know, or they're very stuffy and not kid friendly. You know, like, I don't want to bring my, like, for example, um, Crystal Cruise Lines or any of those to me, it seems like they'd be, or Seven Seas Regent or whatever that is. I feel like my kids would be bored out of their mind on that, se- on that ship. Yeah. But like, in a grand suite on Royal Caribbean, where mm-hmm. we could go and have like, co- breakfast at coastal every day have a quiet spot to escape to if we want but then my kids can do go zip lining you know right after that yes. to me right. it's like a perfect trip i agree all right lastly who's this who's royal caribbean oasis for oasis class i i i mean i think anybody who likes cruising would like this ship or these ships but i think this is this is your good family alternative when you don't, maybe you don't want Disney because you're just not into Disney or maybe Disney is out of your budget. I think this is right up there with Disney and you're going to have just as special and fun of a vacation if you choose Royal. So, Yeah, one thing I'll say, just to an, an addendum to what you said there, Jess, is that Disney, like, out of, like a Caribbean cruise on Disney, you can find a reasonably priced one if you do like a four night or you go out of Miami instead of Port Canaveral, you know, you can find something, you know, reasonable budget wise, not reasonable, but maybe on the higher end of a reasonable budget. But like when you get to like specific destinations where they're only sending a ship and they only do three of those itineraries, like a European sailing, you know, because they send the, is it the wonder? Yes. To Europe? Or, or, yeah. yeah. So they're going to send the Wonder to Europe, which is their smallest, one of their two smallest ships. And then it's only going to do, and it's going to do like Northern Europe. It's going to do like Mediterranean, Eastern Mediterranean, Western. They're going to do it do sells stuff. out. Like, they, <laughs> they sell them out and they charge appropriately. And yep. like Alaska is like yeah. super expensive because they have one ship doing it. So like I love Royal Caribbean because they have multiple ships doing different things. Right. Well, I also like to like you you basically have to if if you have a budget. Um this might be the difference between between doing a four or five night Disney Caribbean cruise or a seven night right. Royal Caribbean cruise. So for the same amount of money, you'll get two extra nights. And honestly, I think the service on Royal is also great. Um, I think, I think there are some things that Disney does better, but I think like Disney and Royal Caribbean are the two uh, and Virgin, but that's a different, obviously demographic, but these are the two that I wholeheartedly will stand behind and support and will not hesitate to recommend to clients because they're solid products, both of them. Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah. I think as far one thing I'll say for who it's for Beyond just like um, a family looking for um, a budget, like a, you know, more regional, something in their budget, I would also add multi gen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. that's Um, a good one. Because you got (laughs) stuff for kids, 
But then you've also got quiet enclaves for grandma to go hang out mm-hmm. or grandma and grandpa to go hang out. You know, like, okay, we're, you guys go do that. We're going to go sit at the bar in Central Park that kind of goes up three and four, you know, three or four mm-hmm. decks and hang out. Or well, we're going to go to the solarium. I was going to say, do they have an adults only section two on Royal? So the solarium is adults only. Okay. And then they also have some cl- um, clubs and stuff at night that are adults only okay. as well. Cool. Like clubs and like um, bars and stuff like that. Oh, one very cool thing we didn't mention because we didn't even go into the bars at all. They have the Rising Tides bar is super cool. Kind of like slowly rises between like m- different um, decks of the ship. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And then um, the Bionic bar is super, super, super cool. Oh, um, did we did we see that, Sam? Did we have one of those? I don't know if we did or not. I think it's only Oasis and um, that's the Oasis one with, the, class. with robots making your drinks. Yes, right? I, yeah. I, yeah, I have a video of it. I think I've posted before. I'll have to look for it. One other really cool thing that's entertainment slash a bar. We didn't really talk about bars. Is Boleros? It's like their Latin oh, yeah. bar. They and have they that have, on on Mariner, and on it's the, so fun. Yeah, yeah, and it's like um. So Boleros on is in the on the Oasis classes in the promenade, but it's at night. It's so fun because it's like a salsa bar, mm-hmm. and they have like salsa dancing and all kinds of fun stuff. I forget the name of it too, but the one that Sam and I went to the most, the bar we went to the most, was like the Tiki Bar one. Yes, I on love Mariner. that one. Oh, what is that called on that ship? They don't have it uh, on the Oasis class ships. I, what is that called? I and I'm so disappointed they don't because we went there like every day. They had like the little Capri Sun, like juice adult, spot, alcoholic adult juice, juice, adult boxes. Capri <laughs> <laughs> that were so good that they had the best drinks. Um, now that's going to bother me until it's, I figure I'll, out. I'll let you know what it is. Um, okay. But yeah, b- Bamboo Room. Yeah, um, yes, yes. Super, super cool. That it's was a, our favorite. Uh-huh. Yeah, they added that in a lot of the um, Voyager class retrofits. It's yeah. really, really cool. That's a really fun little bar to go to. We didn't really talk about adult only stuff, but there are so many bars, so many little enclaves, so many fun things to do. And after a certain time, kids aren't allowed in those areas. They have salons, you know, if you want to go get your hair done before you go out. There's a, it's just a lot of fun, a lot to do. I mean, we're just scratching the surface. We could talk all day about all the different activities to do. That being said, uh, Sam, did you get to mention who it's for? Oh, I disagree with you guys. I mean, honestly, (laughs) (laughs) honestly, it's for everyone. In yeah. my opinion, I mean, unless you hate Unle- cruising, <laughs> unless, unless you, you don't, don't like, like cruising. cruising, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the only thing I can think of is like an older traditional cruising couple may not like this. Like the people who are not going with their grandkids, who like a smaller ship, are but probably not going to love. Still this. has a lot of tenants of like the old style cruise. Like there's yes. enough with you know like the sh- the the bingo and the like the Main newlyweds and like yeah. all the you know the the traditional games and stuff that you yeah. see during the day will still happen on these ships so I concur yeah Awesome. So that's uh, the Oasis class ship guide. Um, we are actually, so Sam, yep. you're looking to book one. Jess, mm-hmm. you have one on the books. I've really enjoyed Symphony. We would love to chat with you if you have any questions uh, about the Oasis class or if you want to give your feedback, we would love to hear from you. You can email us at escape.atp at gmail.com. I still can't say it without chuckling. Escape.atp <laughs> at gmail.com. Hi, Sean. Thank you for that email. 
<laughs> um, or you can reach us, reach out to us over in our Facebook uh, community, and you can do so by doing a search for Escape a Travel Podcast on Facebook. Um, it's been a wonderful time chatting with you today about Royal Caribbean. If you enjoyed the show or our other shows, we would appreciate a, a five-star review wherever you find your podcasts, and we would love to chat with you real soon. Have a good one. Bye-bye.